Good morning, everybody. I pray everybody is blessed and well and whole this morning. I pray that the strength of the Lord is with you and that you are sharing in God's goodness. Thankful that God's mercies are new every morning and great is God's faithfulness to each of us who love him. We know that all, even in the midst of these storms, these trials, we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord to them who are the called according to his purpose. And I pray that you feel that tonight, today, that you're strengthened, that you're encouraged, and that God is yet speaking to you, that you're still living with expectation, that you're living with great faith, and that God's favor is upon you. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time, this opportunity, Lord, to speak to your people. Lord, strengthen our hearts and our minds. Let our spirit and our hearts, our minds be open and be receptive to what you have to say to us at this time. Lord, we rebuke the work of the devil that comes to intervene while you're trying to present us with the destiny moment. Lord, allow our, our own will to run headlong into your word and may your word course correct us to the place where you desire us to be. May your word be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. In Christ's name we pray, amen, and God bless you. We wanna to talk to you today about from the thought, the subject, the value of me the value of me. And I want you to hashtag this for me, if you will. Hashtag, I am worth it. I am worth it. I want you to get that in your spirit and understand that even as we follow, you follow me to Matthew chapter seven, verse six, we're gonna be looking at Matthew verse seven and verse six, and we're gonna be talking about the value of me and what it really means when I say, I am worth it. And what we should mean when we say, I am worth it. Because in the eyes of God, we're very valuable. In the eyes of God, we are so meaningful, we're so purposeful. Sometimes we get the idea that we were an accident or we get so laxed in our everyday lives that we forget how intentional God was when it came to you. God was intentional with you. God was intentional. And I want you to say that to yourself, just point at yourself. Say, God was intentional with me. He was intentional when he created me. He was intentional at my conception. He was intentional in my birth. He is intentional in my path. He is intentional even though we don't want to talk about it. He's intentional in my storms. There is purpose and there's a reason why I go through certain things. Sometimes we we feel like we're all alone, but the word says there's no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. That means there is purpose in what I go through. There's purpose in my storm. My storm was specifically crafted just for me. It was just for me. My storm was for me. And there's a reason why I go through things that maybe other people don't go through. Maybe I can't handle your storm. Maybe I can't handle it. Have you ever thought about that? While we're being so jealous over what people have and we're jealous over what they, they receive and attain. Have you ever thought, maybe I can't handle what they went through to get what they have. Maybe if, if I went through what they had, that would have taken me out. Remember, when, when you get this idea, just think of Legion or the man, or the man of the Gadarenes of, the, of Gadara that was full of demons that were called, that they called themselves legion. 
The men of the, of the town and the people of the town, they had a lot of judgment for Legion. Had a lot of judgment. They had him shackled and in chains and he was there living amongst the tombs. They didn't want to live him. They didn't want him to live inside the town. Living amongst the tombs, the people of the town just ostracized him, just wanted to kick him out. The main thing, they just wanted him to be, get away from them. Have you ever been there where it seems like everybody was avoiding you and nobody wanted to be around you? It seemed like you were by yourself in your situation and everybody just just abandoned you. That's how the man of Gadara was. That's how Legion was. He was abandoned amongst the tombs. He was left for dead. I imagine there were many of them that just hoped that he would die or that he would kill himself. But he was living with something so powerful that when Jesus cast it out, it took a herd of swine to its death. Legion was literally living with something that would have killed somebody else. And maybe you are too. Maybe your storm is so strong that somebody else wouldn't survive it. But God crafted it specifically for you. He weighed it in the balances. He will not tempt you above that you are able. But there is purpose in your storm. God was intentional with me. God was intentional with me. And when you wake up every morning, if you'll just say that to yourself, that'll give you a sense of renewed purpose that I'm not here by accident, but God was intentional with me. He was intentional. I'm not here by accident. I'm not, I don't happen to be here because my mom met my dad at the club one night. It's not an accident. God told the prophet before you were formed in the belly. I knew thee. Before you were ever conceived, I already had crafted in my mind who you are. I already knew who you were in my mind before you were ever conceived. That's the strength and the power of God. Seeing in the future, predestinating our future, knowing in advance who we are and who we shall be. And I'm so glad that God, that's how he looks at us. He doesn't look at me for my failures. God sees me for what he has created me to be. He knows what I, he knows what I possess even when I don't act right. He knows what his intentions were for me even when I fail and when I come up short. God never forgets the purpose that he poured in me. I told you we're looking at Matthew chapter 7 verse 6. Let's read that quickly. The word of the Lord says, do not give what is holy to the dogs nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. The value of me, I am worth it. When, when ascertaining our own worth, the problem with many of us, and we all are guilty of this, we look at our worth through the lens of others. We determine our value by what others, what success looks like on other people. Let's think about that. We determine our own value by what success looks like on other people. Think about that. Some of us, we judge our marriage by the marriages we see on Facebook. And then we have the nerve to hashtag uh, relationship goals. 
We're basing our relationship on something we're watching on social media, on television, something that of itself may not even be real. Even on the reality shows, they tell you even on the, sometimes you think you're looking at reality when you're not. They tell you on a lot of the reality shows, even though they're not scripted, they create drama. It's not all real. They force dramatic situations and they they create drama where there is none. There is in, in truth. I don't know that there is true reality television. But behind the scenes, producers are crafting and creating struggles and conflicts to make their content more interesting. So while you're sitting there judging your relationship based on reality television and what you see on TV and pictures and what you see on social media, you might be trying to chase something that does not exist. I want you to think about that. You're trying to chase something that does not exist in reality. Sometimes men and particularly women, sometimes you chase that too as it relates to your body. And I am 100% about being healthy. You know that for those who know me, I talk about being healthy. I'll tell you in a minute, stop praying for lower cholesterol and put the pork chop down. I, I believe in living your best healthy life, exercise, do something, eat better, eat less. I believe in that. But sometimes men, and again, I'll say particularly women, you're chasing things that don't even exist in reality. You're chasing women who who had plastic surgery and you're trying to make your body look like something that does not exist in reality, something that is fictional, something that is created. You're trying to look like women in magazines who are airbrushed and aftertouched. That means that they took the picture, but yes, then someone went in the studio with the picture and with programs and computer programs changed and altered that picture to create it into something that does not exist in reality. You're chasing something that does not even exist. Some of you are chasing relationships that you see online and on social media. And then after the photo shoot and after the little video snippet they put online, they're fighting and don't even live together and don't even talk to each other. Don't share anything in common. They're doing it for the sake of monetizing their content. They're doing it so people will watch and stay tuned but they don't even have an actual real relationship. You're chasing something that does not exist. When you're th ascertaining your value, you cannot determine your value based on something that you see and what you perceive success looks like on somebody else. I need to know what success looks like on me. A lot of times my wife, my wife is, she's, she's, she has a good eye, keen eye for shopping and for clothes. She's, she's very keen on that, even in picking things that she thinks I, I would like. But in doing so, she also knows my taste. She knows there's certain things I don't like and there's certain things that I just won't wear and certain things she won't buy because she know I won't wear it. So when we're together and we're shopping and she sees something and she says, does this look good? Sometimes I'll say this, I'll say, I like it. It looks good. I just don't think it will look good on me. It looks good. It'll look great on someone else. I love the colors. I love the template. I love the pattern. I love the cut. I love the design. And I know it's going to look wonderful. I just don't think it will look good on me. And some of us are trying on somebody else's success. Can I say that? Do you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you get that? 
You're trying out what success looks like on somebody else. You're trying out a suit that might look great on someone else, but on you it's uncomfortable and doesn't fit. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't work with you. It doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for your body type. It doesn't work for, for, for what you, even, even for what your own type of design is, for your own type of style. It doesn't fit with your style. But because it looked good on somebody else, you're trying it out on yourself. You're basically trying out on you what success looks like on somebody else. And it may not work for you. It may not work for you. And you know what? And see, this is the problem. We try to put on somebody else's success. And when it doesn't work, we consider it failure. We say we perceive ourselves to have less value. It is important to understand and appreciate your own value. You have to know what you are worth. You have to know what you're worth. If God was intentional with me, then I intrinsically have value. God was intentional with me. So that means I intrinsically have value. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. It's already in me. And I came to tell somebody it's already in you. Value is already in you. You do not have to put something on the outside. Because whatever you put on can't make what's inside you any more valuable. <laughs> what's inside of you is much more valuable than anything that you can put on. Your value is on the inside. And the thing about it is. It's still valuable, even if other, other people don't see it. It's valuable, even if other people don't see it. You think about the, 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 the pearl. We're talking about pearls here. We're talking Matthew 7 and 6. Casting your pearls before swine. The pearl, when it's inside the shell, when it's inside the clam. You cannot see whether or not that clam is valuable. On the outside, you cannot tell its value. You cannot perceive its value on the outside. The only way you'll ever be able to determine that value, if that if the value of that clam is if it opens up. And when it opens, then you can see the valuable pearl that's on the inside. But the thing about it is the whole thing that creates the pearl is the fact that the clam stays closed. Being closed is what creates the pearl. Being closed is what creates the pearl. Now, we talked about your, your, your storm having value, your storm being intentional. Get this, the pearl is formed when a little sand or a little disruptions gets inside the clam. Little dirt, a little adjutant gets inside the clam and then the clam closes up and then the valuable material that creates the pearl begins to isolate that irritant. So if a little piece of sand or, or something gets inside the clam, then the clam tries to isolate it. It uses its own system to prote of protection. Its system reacts to that irritant and it tries to isolate it by putting the material around it to make sure that the clam is protected. So what creates the pearl is the storm. If nothing ever got inside to agitate the clam, it would never create the pearl. 
the pearl and the value is created by a trial. And I want you to let you let somebody know. I want to get get this in your spirit. I want you to get this in your heart. I am more valuable because of what I've been through. I want you to say that to yourself and let it seep into your spirit. I am not less valuable because of what I've been through. But I am more valuable because of what I've been through. I'm more valuable. That's how the pearl is created. That's how the clam becomes even more valuable than the others around it is because an adjutant gets in, a storm gets in and because of the storm. The material is formed around that adjutant, that irritant that creates the pearl. It is more valuable because of what it has been through. And guess what? The more things that get in, the more pearls that are created. The more adjutants that get inside the clan, the more pearls are created. It literally is more valuable because it has been through more storms. Can you get that? It is more valuable because it has been through more storms. So yes, the world tries to devalue you because of what you've been through. But you're more valuable because of what you've been through. You're more valuable because of your storms. And the more storms that you've overcome, the more valuable you are. So the thing that you think is keeping you from being great is actually the thing that is creating your value. The more that you've dealt with, the more that you've struggled with, the more God has shown himself. See, the thing, the, the, the mother of pearl, the substance that creates the pearl is released during the trial. And the more trials, the more it is released. So for, for us, if we don't go through anything, God does not have to release as much power in us or through us. It's when we go through something that God releases his power, that God releases his anointing. And you know what? The more he releases it, the more we trust him. If I never had a problem, how could I know that God could solve them? How could I know what faith in God can do? But through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God through it all, through my trials. I've learned what faith in God can do. My faith has increased because God has released himself so many times in my trials that I trust him more than I ever would if I never went through anything. How do you know what faith is until you go through something? How do you know what love is until you go through something? Jesus said it this way. 
You remember? He was eating at the Pharisee's house. And while he was eating there, the woman came and she laid down, bowed down at his feet. She washed his feet with her hair and with her oil. And Jesus said to her when they would rebuke her, she said she loves much because she has been forgiven much, because she's been through so much. She knows how to love. You don't know what you really don't know what love is until that love has been through something through it until it's been through a storm. Until it's been through a trial. You don't know what trust is until it's been tested. You don't know what it is to seek forgiveness unless you've done something wrong. How do you know what forgiveness is until you had to be forgiven? That's what Jesus was saying about this woman. He said the value of this woman is not in what she has, but her value is in what she's been through. Because she's been through so much, because she has to be forgiven so much. That's why she loves so much. That's why she's at my feet. That's why she's washing my feet with her tears and with her oil and drying them with her hair because she's been through something so much. God was intentional with me and my value is in what I've been through. I'm not less valuable because of what I've been through, but I'm more valuable because the more I have been through, the more God has released his power in my life and the more I have learned to trust and put my faith and hope in him. So don't think of them as losses. Think of them as irritants. Think of them as pearls. All of the storms that I have gone through are just pearls. When my husband left me, when my wife left me, I made it through. God released his power in me. That's just another pearl on the inside of me. Yes, I messed up. I slipped up. I made mistakes. I've even been embarrassed by some of the things that I've done, even because some people have found out that I slipped up, that I, that I failed, but I made it through the storm and I've come out on the other side. That's another pearl that God has created on the inside of me. My children are not perfect. I'm yet praying for them. But through God's faith and his grace and his mercy, he strengthened me to make it through. And I'm still trusting him. That doesn't make me less valuable. That's just another pearl that has been created inside of me. I've lost jobs and I've lost friends. I don't have everything that I started with, but through it all, I've trusted God. It doesn't make me less valuable. It makes me more valuable. Because each time God released his power on the inside of me. And I learned to trust him more. And I'm more valuable because of what I've been through. The Bible says, do not give that which is holy to the dogs. Nor cast your pearls before the swine. 
That means when you know your value, you have to be careful who you give yourself to. I have to be careful who I trust myself with. That means whatever God has given me, my faith, my anointing, my virtue. I can't trust everybody with it. Why? Because I have to have an understanding. I have to perceive who I am around, who I'm with. See, some of us, even I'll even put this in the realm of social media arguments and people that we don't even know, but we interact with on social media. Have to be careful who you give to, who you give your time to. Spend your time like you spend your money. I say it all the time. I want you to get it. If I wouldn't give a person $5, why am I giving them five minutes? My time is more valuable than my money. My money can be replenished. My time cannot. If I understand that God was intentional in creating me, then I appreciate my own value. I know what I'm worth. If I know what I'm worth, then I can't give myself to everybody. One thing about it says, do you not cast not your pearls before the swine? Understand this swine. They enjoy the dirt. They enjoy the dirt. Are you dealing with people who enjoy dirt? They enjoy arguments. They enjoy messiness. Are these the people you surround yourself with? It says even the dog, the dog in Peter, 2 Peter 2 and 22, it says the dog will return to its own vomit. And the pig that washes itself will go back and wallow in its own mud. That's what the Bible says. Dog returns to its own vomit. That's like almost like people who gossip. They just regurgitate things. Sometimes it's not even facts. You know why I say it, I analogize it to vomit? Because it's not the good things that God wants us to think on. It says, these are the things that we should think on. Is it lovely? Is it of good rapport? If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. If these are not the things that you're thinking on, then it's like the dog returning to its own vomit. We're focusing on things that lack value. Heard somebody say, never wrestle with a pig because you get dirty and the pig likes it. <laughs> you're upset that you're dirty, but all you did was make the pig excited and happy. It loves wallowing in its own mud and dirt. Be careful who you give yourself to. You cannot. There are certain people you cannot win a fight with them. Why are you fighting with them? Why are you wrestling with the pig? It wants to be muddy. muddy. It wants to be dirty. You can't win that fight. Why wrestle with the dog? Why give yourself to, to the dog? It, it loves gossip. It loves its own vomit. You cannot win in that situation. You can only lose. You trying to cuss out somebody who, who they've spent their whole life cussing people out. Can't win that. There's no winner. Why involve yourself in that? There are some people who just love to fight. You know some of, some of these people. They want to fight. 
They start arguments just for fun. Not because they want to win the argument. It doesn't matter if they win or not. They like to argue. So they their win is the fact that they got inside, got in another argument, got you upset, got you frustrated. And at the end, you mad and upset. And that person is smiling because they did what they do. They start arguments and they love to argue. You can't give yourself to everybody. And I'm saying this particularly in the context of social media. This day, it's even more relevant. You're on social media trying to be a warrior, trying to argue with people who love to argue. Trying to cuss out people who love to cuss people out. Be careful. Understand your value. God was intentional with me. So I can't give myself to everyone. Also understand some people just love confusion. Have you ever dealt with somebody who just loves confusion? <laughs> they love confusion. They love it. They love stirring things up. That's all. That, that's how they that's how they survive. They love confusion. A lot of times what we do is we exude that which we have on the inside. They're experiencing confusion in their own life. So they want it. They want other people to experience their own confusion. Some of us, we call them messy people. They're messy all the time, telling everybody's business, lying, saying things that may not be true, arguing for over no, for no reason, creating conflict where there was none. Understand that you cannot win with these people. You cannot give yourself to everyone. First Corinthians 14, 33 says, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. God wants us to be at peace, but a lot of times we wind up in confusion because of who we deal with, who we give ourselves to. You cannot give yourself to everybody. Make sure you get that. Can I give yourself to everybody? Can't do it. It's not that you're, they're not worth it. I want you to get this because it's not about them. It's about you. It's not about them not being worth it. It's just that you're worth more. Know your, this topic, the value of me. I am worth it. Know what you're worth. Know what you are too valuable for. Understand what you're too valuable for. I'm too valuable for certain things. I'm too valuable for certain conflicts. I'm too valuable for certain situations. I know what God has created me for. If what you say is creating confusion, then it's not of God. And that does not. And, it do, and let me say this doesn't matter even if it's true. If what you're saying creates confusion, then it's not of God. God has nothing to do with that. Because God is not the author of confusion. If what you're saying, true or not, creates confusion, it's not of God. So if other people are doing it, don't participate in that. If what they're saying creates confusion, get this, by participating, I mean, don't even listen to it. Certain conversations you need to absent yourself from, you need to get away from. If it's creating confusion, why do I want to be a part of something that creates confusion? I need to get away from confusion. Anything that's not like God. Because God does not create confusion. It actually violates the very nature of God. God is truth and truth is God. That everything that we do ought to emanate God's truth. 
What does the Bible say? And the truth shall make you free. Let's let's make sure we surround ourselves with God's truth and flee from confusion for the devil is the author of confusion. And as I say, men, we're often the publisher and distributors of confusion. Don't be a publisher. That means don't keep repeating. Don't keep reposting. Don't distribute. Don't don't keep mailing it out to other people. Don't keep attaching it and posting it and reposting it and sending it out to your friends. Don't be distributors of confusion because that's only of the devil. That's you literally doing the devil's work. Matthew 5 and 9 says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. If you want peace, that's what you have to sow. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You want peace in your life, then you need to sow peace. Be a peacemaker, not a distributor of confusion. Pigs don't want peace. They, they want confusion. They want to be dirty. But even if swine didn't like dirt, they're not discerning. And therefore, I want you to get this. I told you, number one, you have to be careful in how you share yourself is because swine enjoy the dirt. Second reason you have to be careful and know your own value is swine don't recognize pearls. I please get this. Swine don't recognize pearls. They don't understand their value. They don't understand how valuable they are. Let me speak to my own self, my own knowledge. There are certain automobiles and vehicles that I, I, they're not on my level. They're above my level. I, I do not. I do not know their value. I don't understand their value. I don't appreciate their value because that's not on my level. Somebody was rattling off some expensive automobiles and they were talking about them. And I had no clue what they were talking about. Because it was not on my level. I did not appreciate its value. And just like that, the swine do not appreciate your value. When you continue to associate with people who don't appreciate your value, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to live in disappointment. And you're going to think the problem is you when the problem is the people you're surrounding yourself with. Swine are likely to confuse the pearls with nuts or other food and devour them. Because they're ignorant of their real value. Proverbs 31 and 18 says that the virtuous woman, she perceives her own merchandise as good. She doesn't need to publicize how good she is in the street. She knows what her value is. She doesn't have to post her, her relationship status on Facebook. She doesn't have to tweet out the trials of a single woman. She doesn't have to post a rant on all her relationship problems. Everybody does not need to know you're single. They know because you told them. You're putting yourself out there to people who may not perceive or understand your value. When you know your own value, when you know God was intentional with me, when I know what I'm worth, I don't need somebody else to evaluate my merchandise. <laughs> I don't need you to evaluate what God gave me. I know what it's worth for myself. 
You would never go out to somebody with a stack of $100 bills and hand them the $100 bills and say, can you make sure that all of those are worth $100? No, you wouldn't do that. Why? Because you understand and know its value. Why aren't you that same way with yourself? You should know your own value. You should know what you're worth. You don't need somebody else to evaluate what God put inside you. I'm telling you right now, you're valuable. You're worth something. God was intentional with you. So you don't need to put yourself in the hands of other people. So that they can tell you how valuable you are. You ought to know how valuable you are. You ought to know it for yourself. You ought to know it for yourself. You can't keep putting your hands into someone else who may not appreciate your value. May not appreciate your worth. You have to understand your own worth. And say to yourself, I'm worth it. Why don't you hashtag that? I'm worth it. I am worth it. I've been through storms and trials, but they've only made me more valuable. I am worth it. I have had to deal with people who did not know my value. And as a result of that, they made me feel bad about myself. But I'm not going to do that any longer. I know my own value. I am worth it. I am worth it. Why don't you say that to yourself? I am worth it. I'm worth it. I'm a child of the king. God created my value. I know my worth. So you don't cast your pearls before the swine. I'm about to close here. You don't cast your pearls before the swine, first of all. Because swine enjoy the dirt. You don't cast your pearls before the swine. Because swine don't recognize pearls. They don't even know what a pearl is. Stop hanging around people who don't know your worth, who don't know your value. I'm going to start with this in terms of knowing value. We talk about it all the time. If you want a Louis Vuitton purse, if you have one, then you already know this. If you want one or you want another one, I'll say it this way. It costs what it costs. It is what it is. If you're waiting for a sale, you're not going to get one. It costs what it costs. It is what it is. You're not, it's not going to come down to you. If you're going to get there, you're going to have to come up to it. You're going to have to elevate your game to get to where it is. And you know what? It's so valuable. They would rather let that purse sit on the shelf for months than to put it on sale. They'll just let it keep sitting there because it's value. They know it's value and it does not change and it does not go on sale. Neither should you. Why should you sell yourself short? You should know your own value. You should know your own worth. <laughs> Say it again. I'm worth it. Hashtag it. I'm worth it. I'm worth it. I know my value. I know my worth. Even if I'm sitting on the shelf, 
I'm still worth it. If nobody calls my name, if nobody says good things about me, I'm still worth it. Men, you don't have to have a wife to have more value. Women, you don't have to have a husband. Please get that. To have value. If you're all by yourself, you still have value. That Louis Vuitton purse can sit on that shelf for months. But when somebody comes to pick it up, it costs what it costs. It is what it is. Its value has not changed. Its price has not changed. You're still going to have to pay the same thing. And that purse can sit on that shelf if it had a, a chest and stick its chest out and say, I'm worth it. You go get your money together. Borrow some money if you have to. But when you come back, I cost what I cost. Because I'm worth it. Go do what you need to do. I'll be here. I'm not changing my price. I understand the value of me. And I am worth it. Never sell yourself short. Never compromise your own value. Understand what you are worth. I'm worth it. I'm worth it. I'm worth being in a relationship with somebody who values me. For who I am, not for what I give. I don't have to give my body away for me to be valuable. If somebody doesn't understand my value without me lauding them with money, without me spoiling them with gifts, then they don't understand my value. They don't understand my worth. I'm worth it even if I'm just sitting on the shelf. I understand the value of me and I need you to teach that to your children. Let them understand that they have value. Let them understand that they have worth. I have a daughter. She just turned 10 years old. My daughter is going to know that she's valuable. My daughter is going to know that she's worth it. She already knows. There is a standard that's set by daddy. Daddy sets the standard. Daddy sets the standard as to how she should be treated. Daddy sets the standard for how she should be valued. Daddy's setting the standard so that she understands that I'm worth a certain level of appreciation even if I don't give anybody anything. Women, you don't have to give up your bodies to be valuable. Men, you don't have to give up all your money to be valuable. Women and men, you don't have to compromise who you are to be valuable. God created me. I was going back to it. I was intentional. God intentionally created me the way that I am. And the only thing that I can do is seek God so I can be the best version of myself. When I'm seeking God, I'm being a better version of me. I'm not being somebody else. I'm being the best version of me. I have value. I have worth. I'm worth it. The question isn't whether I have value. The question is, who are you allowing to ascertain your value? Who are you trusting?
If your friends, if your family, if whoever you're in a relationship doesn't understand your value, then there are certain things you have to cut away. Certain things you have to distance yourself from. You cannot cast your pearls before swine. Cannot do it because swine love dirt. I'm having to finish here. I'm running out of time. Swine love dirt. Swine don't recognize pearls. And finally, get this, number three. Swine don't know how to treat pearls. They love the dirt. They don't recognize a pearl when they see it. And thirdly, they do know not, not know how to treat it. Don't know how to treat it. If you don't know how to treat something, you're going to abuse it. Even accidentally. Get that. I want you to get that. Please get that in your spirit. Get that. You can accidentally abuse something if you don't simply know how to treat it. You don't even have to be intentional. You can accidentally abuse something because you simply do not know how to treat it. You want an example? Let me give you a good example. What if you don't understand how a diesel engine works? You don't understand. You don't understand how a diesel engine works. You don't understand why a diesel engine needs a certain type of gas. So you know what you accidentally do? You go to the gas station and you put regular unleaded gasoline in that diesel engine. You have messed that engine up. That engine is going to be tore up and lose its value. Not because you intentionally abused it. It's just because you didn't know how to treat it. You didn't know how to treat it. So some of you have put your hands, yourself in the hands of people, not who intentionally abused you, but they didn't know how to treat you. So since they didn't know how to treat you, it came off still as abuse. I want you to get, get that for a moment. It's like giving a child an automobile, give a 12 year old a car and put him behind the seat of a car. That 12 year old, first of all, is not gonna know how to drive the car. And even if they drive the car, they don't really appreciate the value of the car. They don't understand what it's worth. They don't understand that if they're out there driving when they're 12 years old and don't know what they're doing, that they're endangering their lives and the lives of other people and that, and that they might encumber a great amount of loss and that you as the parent, you'll be responsible for everything that they've done, even the endangerment of life. They have no appreciation of how to treat what you've given them. If you put yourself in the hands of somebody who doesn't know how to treat you, they're going to accidentally abuse you. Be careful. Know your value. Know your worth. So that someone doesn't, even unintentionally, abuse you because, what did I tell you, swine. They do not know how to finish, how to treat the pearls. I'm going to give you this, and I've, I've, t I've told you this. My value is not tied up in me, but it's tied up in what God put in me. And what God put in me is only more valuable because of what I've been through. I'm more valuable not less valuable because of what I've been through. Everything that I've overcome is simply another pearl that God has given me and has made me stronger 
It's made me wiser. It's made me more valuable. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. Lord, for considering us. Lord, for striving with us. Lord, for putting a part of yourself on the inside of us. We have this treasure that makes us so valuable. Help us, Lord, to appreciate our own value. Help us to appreciate our own worth. Lord, help us to be good stewards over ourselves, over our, over our treasures. Good stewards over our bodies. Good stewards over our minds, Lord. We can't share ourselves with everyone. Because there's some people just love to get dirty. Some won't even recognize our value. And others will abuse us simply because they do not know how to treat us. Lord, let your word guide us to the path that you would have us to go. That we should not forsake your way. And that we may not diminish the value of what you put in us. In Christ's name, I pray. Amen. God bless each of you who've joined us on this morning. I pray that you've been strengthened and encouraged by what you've heard. I pray that you will understand this week the value of me. And I pray also that you'll say to yourself each day that I am, I'm worth it. God bless you. I hope and pray that each of you are touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.